Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode features an interview with Housing Wire lead analyst Logan Motoshami. In this episode, Motoshami takes a deeper look at questions from Housing Wire's Economist Q&A series on the top housing market forecasts for 2021. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. They say money talks, so why can't we? HousingWire is thrilled to introduce its newest podcast, Girl Funds, a show where we give you our two cents on money. We love to talk with our girlfriends about everything, except our finances. We're here to bring money back into the conversation, hosted by me, Brenda Nath, along with our editor-in-chief, Sarah Wheeler. Be sure to join us every week starting this Wednesday for our girls' night focused on everything from how to pursue your dream of owning a home to affording your best friend's wedding. Each week, we'll have a special guest join us as we intertwine finance and friendship. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today I'm joined by Housing Wire lead analyst Logan Monashami. Logan, welcome back and thanks for joining us today. It's great to be here. So, you recently wrapped Housing Wire's Economist QA series on the top housing market forecast for 2021. I'd like to talk a little more in depth with you on some of the questions asked in the QA. Let's start with the first topic you touched on, which is the significance of housing demand in the years 2020 to 2024. According to you, they will largely be driven by the right demographics. Can you expand upon what those demographics are? Well, if economics is demographics, the U.S. housing market has its you know five-year sweet spot period. Uh, as you know, ages 27 to 33 now are the biggest age group in America. Uh, there's over 32 million uh, Americans in that age, so I call them replacement buyers. You know, uh, people don't buy homes like they buy uh, iPhones every year. So. Uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that 32 million people are going to buy homes in one year or this five-year period, or that group, but they're there. And since they are a household formation uh, a demographic patch, and I've always talked about how, you know, people have to, you know, uh, they, they rent, they date, they mate, they get married three and a half years after marriage, they have kids. Years 2020 to 2024, based on our demographics, will have the uh, uh, best replacement buyer uh, profile. So if you get anybody moving up, moving down, cash buyers, you put that all together 
it's very difficult to have existing home sales actually come under 4 million. You know, we did that for one month, even with a COVID crisis, but you just have a high level of replacement buyers and mortgage rates, of course, are the lowest levels ever. These two will give you steady replacement demand during this five-year period. Um, the only concern is always, uh, as I've stressed, is if real home prices take off in, a, in an unhealthy way, and we're seeing that currently right now. And we'll touch on replacement buyers in just a few, but throughout 2020, we've continually experienced record low mortgage rates. Because of this, you mentioned in the Q&A that 2021 will be the most complicated year yet. Why is that and what behavior can you project for mortgage rates in 2021? Well, I always like to put bond market yield ranges for the 10-year yield to talk about rates. And for 2021, uh, I've got a 62 basis point uh, low and a 1.94% level high. So uh, early on, this is almost a carbon copy of what I wrote for 2020. We have a lot of headline risks. The COVID cases are breaking out again. Uh, We have a little political headline risk. What's going to happen with the Senate? The stock market has not had a correction or near bear market activity uh, since March. So if anything headline driven or economically driven can drive money from the stock market into bonds, don't uh, don't allow don't, don't forget that we could actually get to two and a quarter and 2.375 on mortgage rates this year, especially early in the year. But if we're vaccinating people, if we keep on doing disaster relief, the 10 year yield should at least get to 1.33 percent. Uh, really, we want it between a range between 1.33 and 1.6. And you're looking at you know 3.375 to 3.625 in mortgage rates. That's something that should happen over time. The U.S. economy, of course, is very resilient. We have a very strong demographic patch. Consumer household balance sheets are, are good. So provide disaster relief, get people vaccinated, and we'll be okay. I don't think the 10-year yield can get over 2% or mortgage rates over 4% while COVID is here, but I'm willing to put that 1.94 uh, uh, 10-year yield high end in case the economy really outperforms and we, uh, we do a really good job with the vaccine, even though our rollout has been very slow to start off the year. In your recent forecast, you say not to think of housing as a boom in sales, but instead a sector that will have a healthy, healthy supply of replacement buyers for years to come. Taking a look at the availability of homes after 2020, if we have an influx of replacement buyers, many who will be millennials, what does the industry response need to be to demand? This is difficult because builders only build off their demand curve and you know the we're never going to oversupply the housing market that's just not what we do in america so um you know the only thing that can cool the housing market down at this point is higher mortgage rates and it'll be good it'll be good for the economy it'll be good for housing again when you have the lowest mortgage rates ever you have the best housing demographic patch and then housing tenures at 10 years there's really not much you can do about it. You know, you can't force people to sell their homes. So a higher mortgage rate should cool down the market to provide some uh, a stability. Uh, if we have nominal home prices above 4.6%, uh, that's not a good thing. You know, you can manage the marketplace with uh, below that, but now we're running at eight, 9%. That's, that's just unhealthy. Now, my concern is during this five-year period, we see something like that. So higher mortgage rates, We'll bring some more inventory into the marketplace. We'll, we'll see. I do expect forbearance to be uh, uh, something that'll be continued for the entire year. So you're not going to get any help from there. There will be some forced selling, of course. But again, demand is just too good to really have inventory scale out. And if you look at total existing homes inventory, even when the years we had 
a hit in housing demand in 2014 in 2018 or 2019, where uh, sales were down a little bit in inventory, total existing inventory just falling, right? It's just, it's just, this is just a function of uh, stable homeowners, good housing demand, mortgage rates low. It's very hard to have, you know, uh, the velocity of inventory is something I wrote in last April or early April. The, the ability for inventory just to skyrocket is, is, is very limited just because of the demographics and the low mortgage rates. In the Q&A, you mentioned new home sales can't compete with the existing market as it did decades ago. Why do you think that is? You know, when when every country is 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 growing its population and, you know, we have the GI Bill and we want people to form households and, and, and buy homes, that was many decades ago. So every decade we produce more and more homes. The problem is that the new home sale market is a more expensive house. It's, it's a bigger home. So it's competing with this massive existing home sales market that is cheaper always and has a geographical advantage because it's it's spread out everywhere. I'm always mindful that we're never going to get the construction boom that people want to see just because when mortgage rates do rise, it impacts the new home sales market. You know, you, you, you need to see really monthly supply for new homes under 4.3 months for a duration of years to actually get this uh, uh, construction boom that people want, or you deficit finance. You basically say the government will take the bill, they'll, they won't raise taxes and they'll build home. I'm just not a big believer that the housing industry wants this. And there's just limits because the new homes market is primarily 90% plus mortgage driven. When rates do rise, it does impact. And we saw that in 2018, we saw a monthly supply spike. We had excess supply in housing. And it took about a year for us to get rid of that excess supply to get housing starts roughly flat for 2019. So it's just it's just a function of, you know, providing a product that is just always going to be a little bit more expensive. I know the builders are providing more smaller homes into the mix, but it just simply can't compete with this giant existing home sales market. But when mortgage rates do come down, they could peel off some buyers. You see this new home sales, like all housing data, it will moderate, but uh, uh, for right now, it's good. Just keep an eye on that monthly supply. If it starts to get anywhere near six and a half months, construction is going to fall just like it did in 2018, just like it did in 2020. We had a few months there where well, actually we had one month where supply was over six, six and a half months and builders halt construction. So you just need a lot of, you just need a lot more new home sales for a longer time to get the construction boom that people want. Interesting. Well, before we go today, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Just the main thing that, you know, what happened in 2020, the housing bubble boys, the grifting crash cult of our society whiffed again. Why? Because again, these YouTube sites, these uh, uh, bubble boy articles, these are not real economic people. These are just grifters trying to get you to click their sites. They went all in in 2020 because they have these little cute models that say, no, Housing is driven by demographics, mortgage rates. Then you look at credit. Credit is not tight. We still have this conversation in America that credit is tight. No, it's not, right? If credit was tight, you wouldn't have these originations this high. So uh, credit is fine. Uh, demographics are very healthy and mortgage rates are low. So those three combined has stable demand for housing. Don't think of it as a boom. Just think of it as replacement. Now, you're not going to get your 50, 50, 60% home price crash. Those guys are marketing grifters out there. Nothing else. Follow people that believe in economic models, believe in demographics, believe in mortgage rates are really more important than, you know, the Federal Reserve hiking rates or inflation taking off. All right. Well, a lot of great insight here today, Logan. We appreciate your time. Pleasure to be here.
Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Elsina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.